man, it feels. I feel like I feel rusty getting back into this. Me too. Me too. Maybe we should have done a practice run or something. <laughs> Ventanita podcast. What's up? What's up? Man, this is this is season two. If you are returning, we want to say welcome back. And if this is your first time, we're glad that you're here with us, where we give a window into your journey, Jeremy, of church planting in West Palm Beach, Florida. And here we also give away food for thought. Yes. What's up, everybody? This is Jeremy Eli Barahona the church planter that Josh just introduced. But what I want you to know about Josh, my co-host, is that Josh is the armor bearer of all armor bearers. <laughs> yes, I'll take that. He had I'll, I'll take that. He had a post in Chicago when I was in Chicago to be my armor bearer. And he would deflect anybody I didn't want to talk to. So I just wanted to give you that <laughs> shout out. No, I'm just playing. I I'm the armor bearer who trains other armor bearers. <laughs> so I'm calling all the armor bearers to step up for their bishops, step up for their apostles. And if you don't know what an armor bearer is, then email Josh. <laughs> he would define or it they for can you. Check, they, they can check out the Light West Palm Beach. Yes, yes. There's an application <laughs> on the website. <laughs> I know we kind of joked around a little bit, but to our first-time listeners, give us a brief introduction. Who are you? Um, and what are you doing out in West Palm Beach? Yeah, so I am a follower of Jesus first and foremost. I'm a husband to a woman named Angelica Barahona. And I am the father to Junia. And we are a church planting family on the south side of West Palm Beach. Um, some people know the area that we're in as the Latin Quarter of West Palm Beach. And we've been there for the last year, us and our team, uh, just trying to do the work that God has called us to do, which is uh, starting a new church in this area of the city. I'm half Ecuadorian, half Salvadorian, uh, raised in the United States, in the U.S. of A. Mm -hmm. And I was in Chicago previously. I was a pastor in Chicago. And then a year ago, we moved back to West Palm Beach uh, near the area where I grew up. And I grew up like 15 minutes away from where I'm starting a church now. So it's been a joy to be back on my stopping grounds, man. It's been it's been really dope. Yeah, man. So my name is Joshua Suh. I have uh, the privilege and honor of being co-host to one of my good friends and brothers, uh, Jeremy Barona. Mm. We met while here in Chicago. I'm I'm currently in Chicago, uh, serving, pastoring, leading alongside of uh, Eric Rivera here at a church called The Brook on the northwest side of the city. Uh, Jeremy and I met at Trinity Evangelical Divinity School, and uh, we've been we've been great friends since 2018. 2018? 2017? Yes. Yeah, around there. And, you know, thankful to World Outspoken, who has given us this platform to record this podcast, to document 
uh, Jeremy's journey in church planting, uh, but this is also just another regular way that I get to keep in touch with Jeremy, uh, hear what's going on in his life. Because because he wouldn't be in touch with me otherwise. I just no, I just no, no, to let no. people it's not like that. that. It's not like that, man. See, ever since you got the check, you've been acting different. <laughs> Wait, wait, is World Outspoken Spoken giving you checks? Bro, you better let me know. Because I ain't getting those checks, so. No. <laughs> it's not like. Don't be trying to hustle me, bro. Man. Uh, I promise, I promise. I'm not withholding nothing from you. Don't withhold on the bishop. No, sir. The bishop has to at least get at least 20%. Don't play with me, man. <laughs> I wouldn't dare. I wouldn't try. I wouldn't dare try the Lord's anointing. <laughs> yes, yes, man. So we're in season two. Last season, we it w- we were tracking within your first year of being back in West Palm Beach, uh, planning a church, but also uh, reacclimating yourself to West Palm Beach uh, since being in Chicago for the last what. 10 plus years? 13. 13 years. 13 years to be exact. 13 years. Um, so this season, uh, we're continuing that journey. Uh, and now your second year of being back in West Palm, West Palm Beach, excuse me, uh, and, and church planting there. Uh, but we're doing a little, we're doing things a little bit differently uh, this season. Our episodes will be shorter, uh, but We'll still keep some of the same segments that we had last year or last season, excuse me. Um, and they'll, those segments will look a little bit differently as well. So for you, for those of you who are listening for the first time, we uh, divide our episodes into segments, um, and they are influenced by Jeremy's uh, background, being Salvador, El Salvadorian and Ecuadorian. Um, our first, so our first segment is called is uh evos yes here we want to share you know what's what's been happening in your life uh that's a salvadorian phrase where in conversation uh people will say evos just to kind of you know get to ask and you um so we want to ask jeremy what's been happening so our last episode was june 23rd of 2022 we're now on the tail end of october getting ready to go into november so a lot has been happening man um so real quickly bro evos what's been happening yeah so so what's been happening with me in particular is uh that we have the we developed a bible study the last time uh, or last season we we documented that a little bit we started a bible study that grew a little bit by god's grace uh, a family moved down from Chicago to 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 join the church plant, um, and we have been steadily building a presence in the community. Uh, so we did different outreaches throughout uh, the summer, and then in September we did this huge event. We did a job fair in the community where we were able to get five different employers to come tell about their businesses or the open positions that they have, and even hire on the spot. And the community came out. And in addition to that, that same week in September, September 18th, we started gathering on Sundays as a small community. And God has been growing that. People from the community have been coming on Sundays. And it's just been a joy to to be able to to serve our community uh, in, in very tangible ways, 
and also spiritually speaking through through our Sunday gatherings. Man, that's that's awesome to hear. It's really cool to like, you know, looking reflecting back at this last year of uh, some of the things that you were you were doing as a church, as a team. Uh, but now things are starting to move and go in motion. And now there's like tangible things that you can point to and see like after the the last year of some of the struggles and frustrations, you're starting to see fruit. So that's amazing, man. Yeah, that's really cool to see. Praise God. Yeah. Um. Real quick, too, man. What's what's been going on in your personal life, your marriage? Junior just celebrated one year, right? Yeah, my daughter just celebrated one year. And um, my wife and I, man, it's been a joy to just see her grow up. Man, that's awesome. We can't wait to have her on this season as well, just to hear her story, her her side of everything, and get some insight from her as well. So stay in tune. Stay in tune if you to, to hear from Pastora Angelica. <laughs> yes, yes. And the evangelist, Junior. Yes. I thought you were talking about Junior, hearing from Junior. I'm like, man, how many seasons of this are we going to do? Is this prophetic? <laughs> but yes. I'm, I'm speaking it. I'm speaking it. I'm claiming it. <laughs> hey, what's up? This is Joshua Sa. Before we continue with this episode, we wanted to pause and talk a little bit about World Outspoken. World Outspoken is a nonprofit organization preparing the Mestizo Church for cultural change in our congregations, communities, and cities. You can find resources, articles, courses, and other podcasts like Questions from the Pew, Mixed Take, and The Mestizo Podcast that help to equip and empower people for the work ahead. Now back to the show. Our second segment, and this is where we'll take time and dig in, get down to the nitty gritty of things. Um, and this, this segment is called La Plena. This comes from Jeremy's Ecuadorian side of his family. Guayaquil, and shout out. Yes, sir. So here uh, we want to kind of wrestle with some of the tensions, lift out some of observations, and allow Jeremy for him to be real. The translation of that is a for real, like in conversation, like really. Um, so this is where we want to hear from Jeremy some of the things that uh, he's navigating and wrestling with and learning along the way. So share with us, man, La Plena. Keep it real. Uh, what are some lessons you've learned over the last four months and even reflecting on this last year as a church planter, uh, as somebody who's wanting to connect with the community? So what I've learned the most is that I've needed to adapt. Mm -hmm. We've learned that we've needed to adapt. And I think that that's been the key word um, since being here in West Palm Beach. There's no cookie cutter way to church plant, in particular in the neighborhood that I'm in. So because of that, because there's no blueprint, uh, although there there has been kind of church planting manuals for areas like mine, um, it, this community is still still unique. So so in some ways we need to improvise um, based mm -hmm. on the principles that we that we know from scripture. Over the course of my time here, we've gone through so many ups and so many downs. Over a course of time, those cumulative low points uh -huh. have made us just say, man, we just need to adapt to to the environment that we're in. What do you what do you feel like what are so so what are some things that you've had to adapt to in light of that? Yeah, so so I think I I've needed to 
adapt to everything from language, right? Mm. Like actual language, like my, uh-huh. my community speaks English and Spanish, mm-hmm. predominantly Spanish, depending on who you're talking to in the community. Yeah. In Chicago, I barely spoke Spanish, even though I, I am a, a fluent speaker in Spanish, but I barely spoke Spanish. So I, coming back into a setting where everybody speaks Spanish, yeah, or at the very least understands it. Like, like I've had to adapt to that, right? Because mm-hmm. my my Spanish is rusty. Um, to, yeah, the spiritual state of of this community, right? Like, like every mm-hmm. community has has a different spiritual narrative. Yeah, collectively, and when you start talking to individuals, it's just a different uh-huh. kind of upbringing in terms of how people see spirituality. So you have to adapt to that. How do you actually? talk to people that don't have the same background, spiritual background as you or the people that you're used to ministering to. Um, I've needed to adapt to living space, man. We're in a tiny little apartment and it's Mm. expensive. Yo, what I could get in Chicago, what I'm paying now Uh in the city, West Palm beach is crazy. Like the difference is, is crazy. Like I, I could be balling out right now with what I'm paying for. (laughs) Here in Florida, in Chicago, wow! So even just just the living space, the weather. I mean, we we, we could just can continue to go on, but there's so many yeah, yeah, things yeah. that we've had to adapt to physically, spiritually, emotionally, mm-hmm. yeah, communal, communally speaking, mm-hmm. personally. That's been our journey, adaptation. Why do you feel like it's been important for you to for the need to adapt? And, and and as a team. Because we're actually not going to be faithful to what God has called us to do in this community if we don't. Mm. Unpack that for for me a little bit. Uh, for us, excuse me. So, so since the day that we got here, our goal, our mission statement is to make disciples of Jesus that light up the world. Practically mm-hmm. speaking, um, our vision has been to do that from an evangelistic approach, mm-hmm. right? But if you're taking that evangelistic approach, meaning you're you're trying to live out that mission from evangelism, not merely yeah. for evangelism, mm. then that means that that you need to you need to really connect to the community. You need to yeah. know your community. You need to know how your community ticks. And you need to know what parts of you need to die, what parts of yeah. you need to be amplified. I mean, all of that has made us say like we we need to to adapt. So our basically, yeah, our 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 strategy or our approach yeah. to ministry has mm-hmm. made us say we need to adapt. That's good. That's good. Did I answer your so, question though? What was your question again? You no, know, yeah, you did. Yeah, why did you have to okay. feel like you had to adapt? And you, you, you named it and identified it because if you didn't, you wouldn't be faithful to, uh, what God has uh, commissioned you guys to do, right, in West Palm Beach. So how does how does that affect then how you uh, assess or how you even um, strategize? Uh, serving your community. If if I treat what the equipping that I have received as kind of the 
the the the mediator to success mm-hmm. then then I could potentially be very very disappointed um because uh. the, the tools that I received if I treat them as mediators to success and they don't give me success um if if I treat them that way I'm going to be really disappointed and have been disappointed anytime that that has happened so I think I've needed to step in assessing knowing what are actually what are the actual tools that I have um, and what is actually going to mediate what God deems as successful. And maybe one, one point to clarify is, is what, what mediates success in church planting, right? It, 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 so I think, I think what mediates success in church planting is the gospel, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Not necessarily the method. Yeah. It's the gospel and it's God's word yeah and god's movement via prayer that ultimately yeah. mediates success yeah like what 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 tools what what are some of those tools that you man you always about want that? the smoke bro <laughs> <laughs> i just want to know i just want to know yeah honestly man i i think for me the one that i i think is probably on my mind first is just tools that don't necessarily derive from the context that I'm, or a context like the one that I'm planting in, mm. right? So like, there's there's a whole bunch of church planting manuals, but yeah. honestly, not not all of them are relevant to <laughs> to what I'm doing right now, yeah. right? And I would even say, yeah, I would say if if we go a little bit deeper, it's like a lot of the mm-hmm. ways or a lot of the forms uh, uh, that are taking place in church planting or the, like I, I don't know if they're necessarily always relevant. Yeah. 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 No, I, I I hear what you're saying. Um, Cause yeah, I think the the reason why sometimes using certain tools and strategies don't translate immediately is because, like you said, they they don't originate from within the community of where you're trying to meet. There's often that disconnect. Appreciate your honesty, bro. Thank you for being transparent with us. Um, yeah, I know it's it's not easy to be transparent, especially on a platform like this. Yeah, you know, where where people are getting an insight into into your business, into who you are. Um, but I think you're you're saying things that a lot of us are um, afraid to say. Uh, but not even even truthfully answer as well. So appreciate that. Um, so just with with some with some closing words as we wrap up this episode, uh, if there's one thing that you want our listeners to take away from this episode and to anticipate in this next season, what it, what would you want them to to hear? I, I would encourage everybody to ask yourself, why are you doing what you're doing? Why are you doing mm-hmm. what you're doing? Mm-hmm. Because ultimately, if, if, if you believe in Christ, if your why is to honor Christ, to glorify Christ, and to see mm-hmm. other people restored, then that's going to carry you whether you're recognized here on earth for being some prolific author, speaker, preacher, pastor, that's, mm-hmm. that, that's going to 
that's going to carry you even mm-hmm. if you're not those things or yeah. recognize as those things. Mm-hmm. So I just want to encourage you to do that. I think I think we're at a critical moment um, in our faith journey as a church in general in the U.S. And I, I think I think we need we need more pastors, not personalities. Mm. And I think that we're gonna get real pastors. And I, I'm I'm speaking to myself right now. If we go back to that why, and hey, guess what? If that's not your why, then I'm just gonna encourage you. If you're in some s- sort of leadership position, especially in a church, I'm gonna ask you to just think, rethink that. And maybe step aside if that's not why you're in this. You've heard it from the bishop. <laughs> check your heart. <laughs> check your heart before you come to the altar. Well, I think I've needed to check my own heart. So I'm just speaking from what God has been dealing with in my own heart. Yeah. That's good, man. So that's all the time we got for our episode uh, today. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for taking time to listen. Uh, we hope that you can join us next uh, for our, for our next episode as we talk about some more things that Jeremy uh, continues to navigate in his journey of church planting. Appreciate you, Jeremy. As always, good talking to you, bro. Good talking to you too, bro.